0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Small Business Cheerleader podcast. I'm Nicola Willis from NW Marketing and I'm joined today by the amazing Sarah Shell from Sarah Shell Naturopath. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me today. Well, you're very welcome. We're here today to talk about stress and overwhelm and really how we can deal with that naturally and, and how it has an effect you built up over time. Isn't that correct? We really want to find out what the long-term impact of stress and overwhelm can be, especially for small business owners.
1: Yes, 100%. And it's I find it something like that whole overwhelm and stress in business life is a little bit just like, oh, it's part and parcel of running a business. And it's just accepted when it has so many long-term consequences that we really kind of push under the rug. And if we leave overwhelm and stress unchecked, then a lot of things can end up happening. So it's something that I think we would massively benefit of being a little bit more mindful of and not celebrating it as just being, oh, you run a business, you're stressed. Well, just got over it because that's what being a business owner is all about when it shouldn't be.
0: Yeah, the, the hustle mindset. I think everyone, um, I know I did a podcast recently with, um, Kirsty Peebles about that, you know, that hustle mindset that we tend to get into as small business owners. If you're not hustling, you're not working hard enough, you're not giving it your all. And I'm loving the fact that it's changing. I can see the tide turning and I can see especially female business owners. I know you focus on the frazzled working um, and mums and female business owners that just have had enough and need to get back to a sense of self. And I'm I'm really, really happy that um, these options and support mechanisms are now available for us. So let me know, how does that look for you with the clients that you're seeing coming um, to work with you as a naturopath? And, and what are their stories? You know, what's the overarching thing you're seeing of people coming to you looking for help?
1: Uh, it's the same story over and over. And I'll put my hand up to be the first one to be like, this is exactly what I went through. And when I get these women come to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, like you and me three years ago was exactly what I went through. And it's it's the same story of right, okay. I'm often starting a business or I'm trying to level up and we're getting into this uncomfortable zone, but The message we have had, especially when you're first starting business and you don't have support because a lot of us just dive into it, is you work hard, you sacrifice, you hustle, you grind away because success lies on the other side of that. Mm -hmm. And they just push through and it's this accepted dogma of literally like, yes, you hustle. We hustle in a business because it's your side hustle to begin with. And then you keep hustling, you keep working hard. And if you keep pushing through and working hard and grinding away, then eventually success will come and then that's that free, flowy, beautiful life that we're all trying to aim for as if we can't live it while we're trying to kind of level up and get there in the motion. So, so many clients come to me being like, oh, I'm starting a business or I'm in the motion of the first couple of years of my business and it is so freaking hard. It's like, yeah, I I love what I do and it's always like I, I love my job and I love my business and I will work all day and into the night and try and juggle like, you know, pick the kids up from school and try and do their homework. But then I go back and I start working on the business again. And if I get a spare second on the weekend, I'll be working on my business. And they're like, I love what I do. So I really want to do it. And I have all these things I need to accomplish. So any spare second, I'm trying to get my to-do list done and finish things off because then more as time goes on, they start to feel like they're lagging behind and they can't keep up with everything they've got to do. Which is part of starting a business. Our to do list is humongous. And by that point, that's when they start to notice okay, now I'm starting to struggle. It's like, okay, I'm doing everything, but I just can't think clearly anymore. I'm really just starting to feel like scattered and overwhelmed and a bit frazzled. Like it's like, I know what I kind of need to do, but I really struggle to sit down and do it. And I'm starting to feel overwhelmed by everything I need to do. And then it's to the point that they start to notice they're sacrificing their partnerships they're not spending time with their partners anymore they're not spending the quality time that they want with their kids anymore they often put aside spending time with family or friends because business is so important and then the guilt starts to come in of like oh I have so much I need to do in business if I've got a spare second I should be working on it rather than relaxing and doing things I actually want and that's when their health starts to deteriorate and they start to notice that just uh, by that point it's like anxiety creeping in brain fog creeping in fatigue creeping in so it's this pattern of basically they come they're so excited about the business and I love the spark that's there and I always try and catch clients when the spark is still there before it becomes dimmed and they become resentful of clients it's like they love their business so much but they can't figure out how to have the business have the life and have the entire balance they want and also feel healthy like their body can actually sustain them and create that work-life balance that Ultimately, this is why we started business and what they wanted in the first place.
0: Yeah, it's so true. And it's that, it's that ultimate trap, isn't it? If I work hard now, when I get there, it will be easier. And I've been in business myself now um, probably 16 years. And it doesn't, you don't get there. It doesn't change. It's just different problems. So you get Success. That's fine. You do work hard for it, but you don't get the freedom that you think you're going to get. It just comes with bigger problems. Like I've always said, the more zeros in your top line revenue, the more zeros in your problems. (laughs) So the stress becomes more is what I'm saying. And you feel like you then have staff and you then have responsibilities. And then you feel like you should be showing up and you should be doing it all to show them how to do it. And it becomes a whole, just a whole shit show. So I 100% agree in getting to frazzled women before it hits the complete burnout stage of I hate my business, I hate my life, and that's when people retreat. And that's the danger sign when they retreat from family and friends and life. And we want to make sure that there is somebody out there who can listen and direct in regards to your health because we tend to know what our business needs, but we ignore everything when our bodies come in. And also when you're working with females, you um, isn't it? It's hormones as well. You're dealing with a whole nother beast of things that is not just about work. It's about how you as a woman are trying to actually get through life in general.
1: Mm, and I often find like the most common factor amongst all these women is basically health isn't prioritized. It's one of the first things to be sacrificed because it's like, okay, I need to do these things. doesn't matter. I don't need to sleep. I'll just keep working through or I'm so busy, I don't have the time to sit down for lunch, so I'll keep working through. And it's like, okay, I'm feeling a bit tired, that's fine, I'll keep powering on. I'm feeling a bit sick, that's fine, I'll just keep powering on. We don't realise, we're not just getting these health issues coming up because, oh, all fun and games, oh, yeah, I've worked a little too hard at showing up. No, they are the warning signs from your body saying, you need to slow down because I'm struggling and I will hit a wall if you don't give me some attention and some love and some nourishment to get you back. Because the only trajectory you're on right now is I'm going to keep going downhill and the final destination is basically burnout if we completely deprioritize our health the entire way. But it is so easy. We, it's so much easier to prioritise our business as number one and kids up there, partner, relationships sit by the wayside, but health is always like the first thing that seems to go because we don't realise how important it is to fuel us yeah. to have it's, everything.
0: It's, yeah, it's the, the easiest to put off. That's all it is, isn't it? It's the easiest to put off because I can know I should get up at 6am and go for a walk, but now I'll give myself this or I'll do five emails before I go. Oh, now I've missed out on that window. Well, that's the thing I can put off. I can't put off the five meetings I've got coming up in the in the day, but I can put off that walk. Oh, no, I'll do it this afternoon when I get the kids from then. I'll do it then. Oh, but then I, yeah, it's the then. I'll do it then. I know that that's a huge thing for me. I'll, I'll do it then. Oh, no, the weekend I'll be able no no and then you're sitting on your laptop because you've been you know inspired by something and you're like you have to do it right now and you know that walk you know hike that you were going to do is is something you can put off but Mm -hmm. you're right your body will tell you it will tell you straight away that you're off track and i think the smaller steps isn't it you can do at that point are Mm -hmm. much easier to put into your life than the burnout when you're talking about big time away from work or family and, and really trying to build it back. So when how can we feel calmer when we are feeling overwhelmed? How can we put in those little steps when our body's starting to tell us that we've got too much on our plate? super easily
1: and this is the biggest thing I say listen to this red flag if you are feeling overwhelmed and stressed I say it's the best red flag you were going to get because any other red flags from there are going to be nasty ones but as you say they're going to be much more unresponsive to any kind of treatment or any kind of self-care so if we are starting to notice okay I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed I can't think clearly the stress is creeping in Basically, you need to work with your hormones in that moment. And when I specifically mention hormones, I mean like your stress hormones, cortisol and adrenaline, because they are going to be super responsive right now. Because basically, when you're overwhelmed and stressed, your cortisol and your adrenaline are through the roof. That is what's making everything scattered, feel heightened awareness, just feel kind of like that buzzing, can't sit still, can't think clearly energy. So we want to quickly reduce them to give your brain and your body that moment of calm to think clearly again. And the easiest way to reduce them is I always tell clients, number one, we start with five belly breaths. So breathing has sometimes become a little bit overinflated like, oh, just breathe and you'll be good. No, there's a lot of scientific data behind breathing, especially when it comes to cortisol. So The way I always teach it, and it can take a little bit of practice, is we always want to breathe through in and out through our nose, as long as there's no respiratory sinus issues. And when you're breathing in, always put your hand on your belly and aim to feel your belly rising within each breath. So we're not using our lungs because that's using our neck and our shoulder muscles, which are part of that hyperventilating shallower breaths, which actually increase cortisol. But if you are using your belly, it means you're using your diaphragm, which does not use any cortisol, but actually switches your cortisol off. So basically, we're wanting five of those breaths, go to whatever's comfortable in breathing, out breathing, feel your belly rise at least five times in and out. And in that time frame, it'll just allow your stress mechanism in your brain and your adrenals to turn off to stop producing cortisol, stop producing adrenaline and give your body that just break it needs in the cycle to be like, whoa, okay, back down to baseline, back down to kind of grounding, figuring out what's going on from there, because often we breathe and then we try and jump right back into it. And your adrenals are going to shoot back up again immediately is have a 16 minute break So a lot of studies show we just need that 16-minute break for your brain to be totally switched off from any technology. So this doesn't mean going and scrolling on Instagram for the fun of it. It's switching off from all technology, all stimulation, all papers or anything that is work-related or gets your brain thinking. You literally kind of want to sit there in like a nothing zone. So what I like to always suggest is Binding this with something you really love doing. So if you love going and standing out in the sunshine, if you love and just lying down in the grass, if you love going and cuddling your dog, go and do that for 16 minutes because it will just give that reset for your brain to absorb all the information you've processed previously, figure it out, process and store it away so it stops being on the forefront of your mind, triggering your adrenals to be like, okay, remember this, remember this, remember this. Gives it a chance to calm and it gives you a chance for your adrenals to properly reset to bring that cortisol and adrenaline down so that when you start work again after that 16-minute break, you're starting at baseline again so that your cortisol and adrenaline is slowly creeping up with your work rather than coming back to it. And you're already at 80% capacity of cortisol and adrenaline and you're so easily going to get to overwhelmed again because you've only got 20% allowance rather than the entire 100% to build yourself back up so it's really honestly those 5 breaths and then having a 16 minute break and for some reason the studies it's 16 minutes so don't go 15 definitely do 16 have that 16 minute break and it will do wonders to just switch your adrenals off and give you a chance to feel calm again so that you can come back to everything that you're doing and just feel much more clear minded know what's going on and give your body that reset it needs But then lastly, most importantly, it's like, okay, all well and good that we reset your hormones to stop that stress response in your body. Give yourself the chance in that moment of calm to figure out why you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed. We get so much more clarity when we're in a calmer brain state. So in that paused moment, be like, okay, what made me feel really frazzled and overwhelmed right now? Is it the fact that I feel like I have a ton of to-dos that I need to do and I can't get on top of it? then be like, all right, I'm going to choose the top priorities and choose the top three things that I need to focus on this week. Ignore the rest of them because they need my attention the most. Or if it's feeling like you're struggling to create social media posts because you're wondering what everyone's going to think and you know if you're doing it right and if you're going to attract the right people, then come back to your why and your business center of like why you started this business and who you want to create that's easy and fun. Because people are going to come to you for who you are in your business anyway, rather than what seems like the perfect post. So figuring out why in that moment of calm and then figure out a plan of action to do it differently and do it in a way that lights you up and feels easier and simpler for you so that the overwhelm doesn't creep back in again next time.
0: Love all of that. I just was doing my five breaths while I was here. (laughs) (laughs) because I am the most guilt-ridden person when it comes to breathing I I go and I go and I go and I go and then I go to bed at night and I wonder why this part of me is all up here because mm. I haven't allowed the breathing to come from down here and I am the guiltiest when it comes to that. I go to bed and I go, why am I so deep? I'm dehydrated. <laughs> and yeah, uh, and I yeah, I do a lot of the headspace, the mm. ten minute quick ones, which does the body scan you know, and allows you to do those breathing 10 minutes, sit in the, you know, I've got an egg chair at the back there, sit there and just 10 minutes, you know, if you can't fit 10 minutes into your day, you have issues anyway. And we, that's another thing that you need to sort out. But yeah, 10 minutes at least of something, but now 16, I'm doing 16 so that I get the studies <laughs> and I'm going to do an extra On top of my 10 so that I know. But, yeah, I get that. And the difference I feel is amazing when I do those breaths. So you're right. There's science behind it. It's not like we're just trying to make you sing Kumbaya and become some meditation guru. If you can't breathe five breaths and just give yourself time, then, you know, yeah, there's a lot of things you need to work through in your work-life balance and what really means something to you. And you're talking my language when you talk about what lights you up. And sometimes just coming back to why you're doing what you're doing and and are you really needing to do all this stuff that's overwhelming you and, and really start to put an action plan. It might even involve, you know, the whole just spending 10 minutes journaling and just writing it down because if you can get it out of here onto paper, it either doesn't look that bad or it looks like you have a plan of how you can address it. So, yeah, 100%. I love all of that because overwhelm is real, and I talk about it a lot in everything I do with my clients because I I base on how to reduce overwhelm in your messaging, you know, trying not to be everything to everyone. And that comes down in life. Like you said, if you're overwhelmed because you're worried what everyone's going to say or you've got five reels to film and you've got no idea how to start or, you know, you know you're supposed to be doing all this, there are no rules. Try and remember that. Just because people say, do this, there's no rules to life. You've got to do your own. Do you boo, stop getting caught up. My gosh. So I love everything you said, because that is a hundred percent what I tell my clients and try and do myself. But you know, I'm a little bit. Oh, yeah. I always not- say,
1: do do as I say, not as I do. I tell, my,
0: I tell my clients a lot to segment stuff and step-by-step step and start with the little things and write it down. And then I'll have a to-do list with a hundred things. And I'll be like screaming at myself at 9am. How the hell am I going to do all this? And then by one, I'm like, what am I doing? I just spent time with clients telling them to not do this. What? So I step back, rethink it and just start again you can always start again there's no too late there's no I can't do it it's just all right okay start again because you know I might have had a week that was horrendous well we all have them it doesn't mean you're gonna get it right every five minutes people have to stop comparing themselves to everyone else and thinking that they all have it together they don't do they you'd have to find that you get clients coming to you and you're probably thinking, wow, I thought you had it all thing. I'm so glad that, you know, you're normal. I'm normal. You know, it just demystifies everything, doesn't it? Because oh, yeah. with social media, we see everyone, oh, my God, they're showing up every day and they look like they got it together. And I can't get the kids out of the car and the dog hasn't been fed and I haven't walked him. And like my life feels like it's like just like this nightmare. And, and then I watch people and it's like, but I know. We all know now mm-hmm. that it's everyone's got their own thing. And I love authenticity in uh, Instagram stories now and the behind the scenes and, and just knowing that people are all normal. But I love all this. So the next thing we want to talk about is what can we do to prevent it coming back up again? So say we've had a really big week or we've had a period of overwhelm and we've made it a conscious effort to, to get it together, but then we get off track again. How do we stop it from coming back?
1: Yes. So, and I'm all for this, prevention rather than cure every single time. The way I like to say to prevent it most, because we're all human beings, we're going to have things, absolute doozies thrown at us out of nowhere, whether it's in business life, personal life, wherever, So the best way to support yourself and the easiest way to support yourself, because we can't necessarily control the mind that easily, is support your hormones to always be on your side. So at least if you go into a day that is absolutely horrendous and suddenly it's like, well, okay, I've got two deadlines coming up that I completely forgot about. This should be an overwhelming experience. You already have your hormones on your side, starting cortisol and adrenaline at the lowest place possible so that you can get through those tasks and not have overwhelm, make you paralyzed and procrastinate. So the easiest way, easiest way to start, which I find none of my clients do when they first come to see me, is eat three meals a day. Eat. We love food, so do not dismiss it or neglect it just because you're too busy so the biggest thing here is we need energy to get through our days and the easiest way for our body to create energy is through glucose or sugar in our blood so sugar is beautiful it makes all our energy for our cells to function for our brain to be able to think in the first place our brain gobbles up about 60 percent of our sugar in our body so we need so much sugar in our body to fuel the easiest place to get that sugar or glucose is from food And so imagine you're waking up in the morning and, you know, you don't have breakfast because you're too much on the run and you're on the go and you just don't have time for it. And you're like, you know what, I'll eat later. Well, you're not getting any sugar from the food that's not there. So the next place your body goes is it spikes your cortisol because cortisol gets your sugar that's stored in your liver and in your muscles and gets it available for your cells to use to create energy. You need energy to function. So no matter what, your body has to find that sugar from somewhere No food means cortisol has to come to the rescue for you. Mm -hmm. So for so many people, it's like, yes, breakfast is the easiest meal to skip. So instantly you're starting off your day with so much cortisol, which then triggers your adrenaline and your glutamate and your histamine, everything else that makes you really, really anxious and overwhelmed. But then if you've also got that stage of skipping lunch because you're too busy, then we're also having the same situation of cortisol having to come to the rescue to give you energy as well. So 100% have three meals and like they don't even have to be wholesome proper sit down nourishing meals. Literally a banana and a muesli bar will suffice. A boiled egg and a little tin of tuna, whatever is easy and convenient that you have in your cupboard, just eat something. And I always say the next stage if we really want to make sure our cortisol stays low all day is to anchor it with a protein. So If you're just having a chocolate biscuit, literally imagine little kids that are given sugar. Your sugar is going to spike really quickly and high. It's going to give you this beautiful energy boost to get going, but that spike is always going to come crashing down soon after too. As soon as that crash happens, cortisol gets spiked straight after to give you the energy to keep going. So if you anchor it with a protein, literally it can be five peanuts or have a little bit of peanut butter or anything else that's easy to grab then that blood sugar spike actually stays much more stable and balanced and it won't go up and down really quickly, but it will stay stable over the course of many hours. So have some form of protein for breakfast, for lunch and for dinner so that your blood sugar stays really stable all day. Energy stays stable. So then your cortisol will stay low and it won't impact your overwhelm and everything like that. So Mm -hmm. food is the easiest thing, but the first thing that again, we put by the wayside instead
0: yeah, I, can't, I can't usually go without breakfast. I, that's just a thing. It's more that I'm just starving and I have to eat more than I do it to make myself healthy. But, um, yeah, if I miss lunch, I, yeah, I go into a, a really bad place in the afternoon. <laughs> so my, yeah, it obviously drops and or, and the bad stuff rises and I just, yeah. So if I, even if I just grab something like crackers and cheese and or some chicken or just something to, fill up those those things it makes a huge difference I agree well I mean this is science we know that but we get into the stage <laughs> of just going but it's nice to hear that it can be something small it doesn't have to be this massive salad and a big chicken and you know all this stuff that people feel like they have to do again rules everyone you don't have to do everything it's like you say. That's great to know. That it's just you can get little things to make sure you're getting the right proteins in. I think that's great. So the guilt is off again. That you're not having this massive lunch that you should be doing. You're just looking mm-hmm. after you in that time if you are busy.
1: Yeah, and literally for some people, I'm like, if you literally want your sandwich with jam in it, go for gold. Eat mm-hmm. a slab of cheat, like piece of cheese afterwards. Like when people are like, oh, I snack on cheese in the fridge. I'm like, amazing. I, that is what I want. I'm like, if you're going to say that you're snacking on chocolate all day, okay, we need, I always say, just anchor it with something. Have your chocolate, have your piece of cheese or have your chocolate, have your few nuts and that. it's.
0: I love that. Easy. I think that's so much, oh, it's not even a word, realer. It's just real. You know, if mm-hmm. I, I, sometimes I just go in and grab cheese and crackers and I just come up with a little pot of yogurt and I just go, that's all, that's all I can do today. I'm just feeling that. And I'm like, that, you know, that's just what, instead of eating a whole block of chocolate, which I could do, or three Mm -hmm. Tim Tams, it's just like, what's in there? Oh, cheese and crackers, tub of yogurt. I got some probiotics. I got some dairy. I got some stuff. You know, what do you want? That's that today. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) Other days, there's a great salad and there's, you know, roast chicken bits in there. And I'm like living life. And then other times, it's a sombrero bowl, you know, hey.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, as long as it's something easy and you're getting food in, then. And literally, when you start with the easy snack things, like, again, no guilt associated. It's If the other option is you're not eating or you're having a slab of chocolate, then what you're eating is fantastic. And with time, energy is more stable. You'll get a bit bored. And you'll actually want to be creating these meals or having these different options. Like, I do not cook. I do have no interest in cooking. I go for the easiest things. Yes, taste and the palate might not be there and well-balanced, but I know, well, at least I'm getting food in and I know I'm supporting my body with to actually get me through the day and not having that 3 p.m. slump that then just makes me feel frazzled and more overwhelmed on the yeah, side. And
0: then, and then you have three coffees and then, you know, <laughs> you, you want that sugar. So you're having two Tim Tams at three o'clock and then, you know, and you're already out of whack by the time dinner comes. And then you're like, well, KFC is looking good because I've had a shit day. And before you know it, you're feeling gross and filled with stuff and then you hate yourself even more and then it's a cycle so I love that I just want people to take that not the feeling gross thing (laughs) I want you to take away that there's no rules do you but try little steps just Mm -hmm. get the stuff in that's going to help your hormones reduce that the bad stuff help you normalize over the day I love that so people need to get into that more and stop thinking you have to be making all these pre-made things that everyone preps for the week and stuff, which is awesome if you can do that. But sometimes you have a shit week. Don't make it worse. Grab something small and keep yourself going. I love that so much because that will help your overwhelm, which will help your week, which will help your fuzziness in your head. And, and it just all perpetuates into a better looking week for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the whole idea, isn't it? To have a week where you're kicking goals and you're, you, you, you know, you sometimes we have a day where we're on top of the whole thing you know I've walked the dog the kids are happy I've made a lunch I mean you know and some days but if I know that they're not going to be every day you don't put the pressure on yourself and you just enjoy the good days and you just manage the ones that are not so good yeah yeah massively All right. Now I want people to know where they can find you for more of this gold, because I've learned to um, in the last half hour, a lot more things I need to be doing, but also things that I am doing already, which I'm sort of happy that are sort of on some path. So where can people find you? And um, what do you recommend, you know, for people going forward that they can little things that they can implement maybe on top of what we've discussed already?
1: easy so the place I hang out the most is Instagram where it seems to be the pretty colorful wonderful place so you find me on Instagram at Sarah underscore shell underscore from memory if I got that right um, and that is where I give so many tips and tricks of really how to reduce your cortisol your adrenaline and just feel calmer more in control and happier on going so a little bit of like the mindset but also the hormonal, herbal nutritional side coming in as well and probably one extra little tip that they can go away with that packs an absolute punch and again the one thing that seems to get displaced the most is in regards to sleep so yes often if we're really overwhelmed one we either completely push sleep back and think it's not important i'll just keep working through get this done i'll feel better on the other side or we are so dead to the world that we completely Pass out, but then we try and wake up early. So, with sleep, again, looking at the science of what will give you the best impact is you really need to be having a minimum of seven hours sleep per night. There is so much misinformation that, oh, your amount of sleep is right for you, or, honky-dory. You need seven hours to reduce your cortisol overnight. So, we need that seven hours coming in. It is the time that your body resets to reduce cortisol to its baseline level before it starts to pick back up again. But if you also want the benefit of reducing adrenaline, you need to be asleep before 10.30 at night. So that 90 minutes before midnight is when your liver and your body will break down your adrenaline and get it out of your body. So you're not starting with a higher reserve come the next day beginning. So really seven hours of sleep and go to bed before 10.30. Like aim for 10 so that you're asleep by 10.30. Your cortisol and adrenaline will start at a low baseline come the morning so that your chance of overwhelm just Drops. And we all know after we've had an amazing night's sleep, we are on top of it the next day. So even if you have this crazy deadline you need to do, know that if you actually go to sleep at a proper time, you'll be able to smash it out the next day rather than feeling all this fogginess and frazzleness trying to get something done that your hormones are actually going to work against you to get that task done. So as much as we all like to think we're a bit invincible and we can do absolutely anything, we're superwomen your body will say otherwise unfortunately and it's a bit of a hard lesson to learn to be like well okay I can't do everything in the world that I want um because my cortisol and adrenaline are stopping me in my tracks right now
0: and they will because that's what they're there for it's Mm -hmm. it's a stress thing it's to show you that something's wrong that you know that you're not in this state normally so there's something wrong so does that mean my squid game um binge sessions are not helping my cortisol <laughs> my my three episodes in going to bed at 12 is not helping me is that what you're telling me unfortunately okay. no well i've got three episodes to go so i'm all good for next week so i'll finish them off tonight <laughs> start so, fresh uh, come monday so people out there your binge watching sessions of six episodes a night are probably not good okay so manage it over a week don't try and binge six episodes in one night it's not good
1: no not good well especially because it's we all think okay watching tv is it's my relaxed time it's de-stressing when i mean yes is the element of you not thinking about work or life stresses so it gives that distraction but on the flip side all those flashing colors and bright lights make your brain think it's still the middle of the day and cortisol is your energizer, awakening hormone. So it will give you more cortisol thinking that we're in the middle of the day rather than at nighttime, which is why we can binge watch so many episodes without feeling tired until we hit that wall and we finally
0: stop. God, yeah, and especially Squid Games with everyone getting shot and there's colours everywhere. God help us all. I did go to bed and I had the weirdest dreams I've ever had in my life. So, yeah, um, if you haven't watched it, yeah, it's interesting. Um, Okay, that's awesome. I love your Instagram because the colours alone and all your graphics and your photos, your brand imagery is just gorgeous. So it's even worth just having a look for the sheer brand, the branding alone. (laughs) marketing point of view the branding is on point so go and check it out just for that it's been awesome to speak to you sarah um i've learned heaps and um you're just a bloody wealth of knowledge so people if you want to get on top of all of this that we've talked about or just your your health in general um, hit sarah up if they dm you is that all good Oh yeah, come slide into my DMs. I will. Slide in. It's all there for the DM sliding in. Um, so yeah, just ask questions. If you've got any, that's what she's there for, and that's what I'm mm-hmm. here for. You need support, is what we're saying. Yeah. Awesome, it's been wonderful, and I know you've got your two baby dogs um next to you, and they've been amazing. So um, say hi to them for me, and um, I'll hopefully um talk to you on another episode when we decide on another topic yes perfect thank you so much for having me it's a topic I could drivel on all day about so well don't worry I agree and I love anything where we take snippets away that we can implement love that Mm -hmm. awesome thank you so much Sarah thank you perfect thank you so much